day, dude, I feel like everybody's right and everybody's wrong. 100%. Why is this important? Why are we even going here? He's helped a lot of guys. He's also not had success with a lot of guys. Come in with a purpose, and they're very intentional with what they do and how they do it. From the majors to the sandlot, baseball and softball share space in one place. Welcome to the farm system. Fellas, 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 and the ladies. Welcome back big to pump. another episode of The Farm. I might have clipped it right there, yeah, boy. Your boy is fired pump. up on a Monday. All right, hey. Co. Well, we are back in this bad boy. Welcome back to The Farm System Podcast. I don't know if I even introed it. You know, you know we just hear it now. Is because, it is. You know, we got a whole intro anyways. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? So, let that thing do the thing. We got Tank over here in a banana suit. Yeah, Tank's, Tank's Tank, you know. Real professional. Let me get a little tilt just to give the real effect. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ooh. <laughs> boy staying warm with it too a little chilly out here happy halloween we probably miss you by the time this bad boy comes out but i hope you had a good halloween cody hit me up and said listen i got some topics mm -hmm. i got some things i want to talk about and uh, i don't even know what they are we're gonna go yeah. in raw he's he said we're gonna hit it so no. go ahead code intro yeah so so basically it was just this weekend and you know i'm going through making some of the posts and then i see some other people's posts and i'm like you know it just fired me up. It just fired me up, and I, I just didn't want to tell you. I just wanted to talk about it because I know we can talk about this. But mm -hmm. I'm going to start with a very generic, general question, and I think you could start to see where it's going to go. <laughs> After that is like the very the very first question I want to ask is, what's the last thing that you can think of that you did that you didn't have to learn the skill, watch somebody else do the skill? You just naturally could do. Like you just naturally came out and just like mm. – no teaching, no learning, no visual, like, oh, I watched somebody else do it, and it was a learned behavior. Mm -hmm. Can you think of it? Um, I think where people, I could see somebody perceiving me doing that, but mm -hmm. it not being real. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is uh, we can feel, we confuse skill transfer with I've never done this before, and mm -hmm. this person is, it's natural to them, and they X, mm -hmm. Y, and Z, right? Like, for example, I'll give an example of this, like, um, when I've been like slapping lately, like mm -hmm. lefty, right? You would look at it and go, I've never slapped in my career. How mm -hmm. could I even, you know, be anywhere near is X, Y, and Z, whatever skilled that you would say from that, right? And it's not that I'm, you know, <laughs> so lead at it. Mm -hmm. But my point is, is like, I'm better than like someone starting day one, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm pretty far along that, that route, right? But someone can, can't look at that and go, oh, you've never slapped before. How can you do that without ever mm -hmm. training and all those other things? But in reality, you know... <laughs> Again, there's a lot of skill transfer from like hand-eye coordination. There's mm -hmm. also a lot of, you know, again, like my ability to barrel control. Like, you know, mm -hmm. we talked about that from the right side. Like I've had to do that. Also, too, on the same side of that as well, when I was younger, I played a ton of wiffle ball and I batted left-handed mm -hmm. uh, when I played wiffle ball. Um, at camps, uh, we used to run this camp at my academy uh, constantly every single summer with all the kids. And so I would bat left-handed. And so like I would do that also at one point. I broke my hand, and so I was taking lefts, uh, hitting, I was swinging with just one-handed stuff, but I got tired of doing it with just my lead hand, mm -hmm. so I went over to the other side of the plate, that's also when, like, Chipper Jones was, like, yeah, doing his thing, it, so yeah. everybody wanted, you know, oh, this is a great time to learn to switch it, and I'm like, bro, I'm just <laughs> trying to hit from the right side, so, like, there was that as well, um, so, yeah, I, I, I think that that is a thing as well that a lot of people, you know, um, and then also, I think the other thing that sometimes gets confused with that is that a people, when they talk about, um, like learning something, um, what's the word for it? Like, um, like not consciously. It's mm -hmm. the based um, on the skill acquisition word for it. But um, yeah, so there's there's an, another way of like learning things. Basically, it's like a byproduct of doing an activity. You learn a skill that you're not 
uh, like focused on, mm-hmm. right? You're not really focused on that part of it, but there's like a, like, let's say I'm, I'm out there like hitting. Mm-hmm. I learn how to be like really good with my, uh, or let's say, for example, I'm trying to hit the ball, all those other things, but like maybe I learn a lot of like pelvic stability, right? And I learn how to control my pelvis. Maybe you're uh, the opposite way. Let's start the opposite way. Let's say that you were like dancing, right? You're trying to execute the dance, but because you're dancing, it creates a lot of, um, uh, pelvic like coordination mm-hmm. core coordination uh, stability all those other things but even though that's not my main focus um, it's something that gets developed right and, and it and then also too then when I go over to another skill it follows me even though that was like you know a byproduct of something I'm not really mm-hmm. focused on so like I think people also confuse that as well of like they didn't learn this how are they really good at this and in, in, in reality if they can do something really quickly where they're just waking up a pattern like we talk about mm-hmm. all the time too um, or again yeah which is more like you know, uh, transfer, right. Mm-hmm. Then it is of, I just could just do yeah. this without ever trying. Like I'm a baby, yeah. a baby can't just like no. get up and hit a ball 400 feet, no. you know, like it, it's a trained yeah. skill that, you know, our amateur off the street, you can, you're not going to just grab some guy and all of a sudden he's going to be elite at, at baseball. Could it be better than other guys because he played other sports that transfer right. in some way with strength and power and speed, blah, 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 blah. And all those other things like, yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in reality, like no one just like wakes up and they have skill, mm-hmm. like all skill is learned. Yeah. And so, so basically the, the videos I watched and then I have this perspective, like Jarrell's had you know, baby Jay in here a couple times. Uh-huh. And then obviously, you know, Tank, he's just a baby, is, uh, <laughs> you know, with Tank. And, and I, I, just this perspective is like really interesting. Like this perspective that, that God gave me is like, whether you think that that baby or Tank is just naturally doing whatever they're doing, like ultimately they're either seeing somebody do that and then they start to do that and then get rewarded. So they did still learn that skill. Like, like Tank didn't know to just go eat. Like I had to shove food in his face when he started crying, like, bro, you're probably hungry. Yeah. And then he started to learn, oh, when I feel this way, like this is what I need to go do. Mm-hmm. Or Jay, like she starts crying. She doesn't know what. And then Jarrell would give her a bottle and, you know, feed her. And it's like she's learning that when I feel this way, I need to eat. Whether Jarrell's specifically saying you need to eat, you need to eat or whatever. Right. Yeah. And then, too, same thing is like, you know, I take that into some of our hitters some of our younger hitters of just training age, right? Not necessarily young in age, but maybe haven't been trained a whole lot. Some of the ways that we go about training them is different than some of our, you know, hitters that have been playing for a while, right? 100%. And so I was thinking about that is, is I saw some videos and they kept saying the words, no teach. And it was driving <laughs> me crazy. It was driving me crazy uh, because, yeah, sure. because what they were talking about, uh-huh. in my opinion, is something that you say there's two reasons I think it's a no teach. One, you don't know how to teach it. Yep. Or two, they already have that skill. Yep. So you don't have to focus on that skill as much. Yes. Right. And I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. 100%. The front leg it up is not a no teach. Right. A lot of people, right? And like we talked about this. Okay. So you go through this era of hitters that are on their backside, just freaking turning the steroid era, stay on your backside, <laughs> turn, right? So then what do we do? Get to your front side, swing down, think down, yada, 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 right? Yeah. And so then you have an era of people that see results because you have the, in totality, a higher percentage of people stuck on their backside spinning. Yeah. So then what do we do as, you know, as a, a whole uh, industry, get to your front side, front side's important, top hand strong, swing down, et cetera. So then what do you do? Well, now we have a bunch of guys that are very steep, you know, can't stay on their backside, you know, they're out on their front side. So then what do we do as a whole industry? Stay on your backside, you know, turn the barrel, all that type of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And and it was just driving me crazy because I'm seeing some of these 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 kids yep. that like in our 
in our facility that haven't been taught the skill of how important your front side is to rotation 100%. and for direction and for efficiency and for yeah. like uh, space direction uh, and efficiency right if I were to just not give them anything ever yeah. about how to use their front leg, never give them a drill, uh, a feeling, any a task where they need their front leg, all of them, because I've seen it, will struggle mightily on anything off speed that's that's slow, low, right? Yeah. Anything firm at the top, like if it's not down the middle, they struggle, right? Which two? <clears throat> to the point, oh, the kid's 12, they're just trying to throw it down the middle anyways. like. Okay, cool, whatever. I get it, but these kids, they struggle on off-speed pitches. They keep capping them. They struggle on fastballs that are firm. They struggle on anything that breaks away from them. They struggle yeah. on anything. If it's not down the middle, when they just try to sit on their backside and spin, they struggle, Yeah. right? And so I've seen a lot of success myself helping them get to their front side, which opens up like a conversation that, uh, you know, I had with um, a recent bring on, you know, yeah, but uh, with uh, a person that's been in here the last week was, well, why don't you tell them to stay back? Well, the issue is one of the kids that we're particularly talking about, you tell them to stay back and they would just sit on their back foot and spin and mm. they would cap everything, cap everything, yep. swing over everything. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, so with him, I've seen more results telling him how to use his front side rather than telling him to not use his front side yep. to help him maintain direction. So if it is a little slower, he can stay through it, mm -hmm. still hit a ground ball, line drive out the middle, whatever, right? And so I was just thinking about that as like, is the front leg really a no-teach or do you not know how it's actually working and don't know how to teach it? Or mm -hmm. two, does that player actually already have that skill? Because yep. we have a ton of coaches that do like saying, get to your front foot, you know, swing down, whatever. It's a it's a whole, you know, there's a whole industry flip at one point of that. So maybe they already are really good at that skill and don't understand how to use their back leg. Mm -hmm. So then maybe they just need more of a focus on their backside. And it's not just a no teach. They just need more emphasis on the backside right now. Mm -hmm. And so it just, it was firing me up. I knew we could talk about it. I knew that you could talk about it in particular, mm -hmm. because from my experience, I don't feel like anything is a no teach. I feel like it's either learned visually by watching other people doing it and you're mimicking mm -hmm. another person do it. You're being told subconsciously you're picking up on it. Like, Hey, get down early, start early, right? The earlier you start, typically they're going to get their foot down early or something. Right. It's like, it's not a no teach They're They're learning it somehow, some way, whether you're directly focused on that skill or not, they're still learning it. Mm. And, uh, the idea was driving me crazy looking at the comments where everybody was like, no, if you get to your front side, you know, you're going to do this, this, and this. And it was like, yeah. everything front leg was so negative. Yeah. I'm like, I think you guys are missing a really big part of the swing. Yeah, like I think there's well, a which yeah, which they are right. So I mean, obviously, that whole philosophy of you know no teach um, and teach really has been amplified by Mr. TM. But you you have you have the problem of this right? Like everything's a teach and everything's a no teach, and this is what I mean by both perspectives from that. Um, if they're doing something well already, I don't need to teach it. Mm -hmm. Right? They already do it well. So for your best hitters. That, you know, for example, if the guy has been lunging and all those other things, chances are what you're actually getting is you're getting a guy that's already been lunging all those other things into his front leg and slamming into his front side. He has a tremendous amount of stability that he's developed from doing an exercise of getting into his front side over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Um, so he probably already has the ability to be more adjustable out front when a pitch comes, X, Y, and Z, all those other things. So then all of a sudden when I teach him his backside, 
Well, he's already learned a lot of things with his front side, not to say that it's complete, not to say that it's using it the best to his ability, not to say all those other things, but let's say the underlying, you know, foundational skills of stability, you know, uh, accepting force, you know, some of those things, range of motion in the pelvis, like all, all of those things, um, you know, could be big, right? The capsule, what's happened to the capsule from, you know, rotating into that leg all the time. There's some mm -hmm. prerequisites that are already taken care of that I think it could be very useful there. Uh, the other thing is, uh, like you said too, along with it, right? It's like, I do agree that, for example, on the same side of that, like movements, especially like athleticism, um, you know, there's, it, they're kind of like building blocks too as well, or like snowball effects or domino effects, right? Where like, as you tap one, it you know, sometimes initiates the other. Mm -hmm. So from us, from the other side of that, I would also look at that. Like, for example, there's a lot of things that happen within the wrist that mean you may not teach, mm -hmm. right? very often. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that I would never teach something with a wrist. Right. It's just, you know, but more than likely, again, as the, the swing plays out, you know, there might be some other, you know, different thing with that. Now, what would, what would that be like, you know, again, like the wrist naturally unwind or something like mm -hmm. that, right? Now, with that being said, obviously we manipulate grips. Obviously we talk about like rolling Mm -hmm. the barrel we also talk about not rolling you know the wrist we also talk about you know like more like you know a palm up palm down you know mm -hmm. angles uh we also talk about you know like where you know where they're finishing all these things that could that can in turn like you're saying no teach mm -hmm. is getting something to happen even though i'm not consciously telling the athlete that is something i want them to focus on it's just something that's going to be created by trying to do a certain movement mm -hmm. and so i think that you know with that there can also be a bias that's built uh, by, for example, we talked about this with, um, like a machine, right? For example, some people think the whole swing is a no teach and you just fire balls at them and just hit. Right. And the hitters that are good already, they're going to go see it works. And it's like, no, they just were good before you ever fired a ball at them. So mm -hmm. it's like the guy that knows how to fight, right? Like if you get him into a fight, like Mayweather, right? Yeah, even though he's learned all his skill and all those other things, right? Let's just say nobody, there was no boxing thing. It was just like, you know, back in the day when it was just like street fighters or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, you know, with that, right. And it's like someone, you know, gets in, uh, gets into a, a fight. Right. And it's like, oh, well, my best fighters, they really like actually sparring. Right. And it's like, well, yeah, because they already have a lot of these prerequisite skills. Mm -hmm. Right. When you put a Joe Blow in there, like he's going to really hate and not really learn very much. He's going to get beat up all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and it's the same thing there with like, you know, like a teacher, no teacher. Right. There's there's plenty of things that I don't teach to a certain athlete mm -hmm. and then I will, you'll see me with, and you do the same thing. You'll see me with a whole nother athlete and I'm really focused on it mm -hmm. with that other guy. There might be one hitter that I'm super focused on their back hip and another hitter I'm super focused on their front hip, right? And so for you to say like nothing, again, is also a lack of awareness of the human body is that for example, like there's guys that literally have physical restrictions on their back hip, their front hip, all those other things. Also too, mm -hmm. from a, like understanding that everybody's pelvis is different and also the, the, what they've done their whole life and how they swung their whole life. All those things are going to manipulate tissue. They're all going to change things. They might have restrictions in their front hip. So we might have to really focus mm -hmm. on the front hip. Um, I think that, and I think that you've seen this as well. The other thing that we also have with that is, is as well is uh, ground force data. When we look at ground force data, it is very clear how important the front leg is. I mm -hmm. think that was the biggest thing that we had a breakthrough on when yeah. we, we got the force play data is understanding how important the front leg is mm -hmm. and how it's one of the most major deficiencies out of every hitter, um, you know, across the board. So when people say, well, you know, again, for example, um, I've had the argument going, yeah, but it's just accepting force. So if you teach them how to, you know, load the back hip, their front mm -hmm. leg is going to be able to do this. And it's like, 
The problem is, is that's just not true. For yeah. example, um, and, and again, what I mean by this is with guys that already have that prerequisite in the front side and can already do those things, like, yeah, that guy's going to respond very well. But there's also a ton of guys that when they get to, and the, the thought process with it is like, um, when they get and they transfer, you know, weight into the front side, some guys for whatever, you know, again, especially we don't look at data and we're just like going by philosophical ideas that you have in your idea of what you think the swing mm -hmm. is going to do. And you don't actually check yourself against any science or any way of measuring. First off, you're lazy. Second, you're cheap. Okay. Mm -hmm. The other, the other thing with that is like, you really don't care about the truth. You just want to create your own truth and be right about what you're talking about rather than mm -hmm. trying to prove yourself wrong. Which again, when you look at data, there's plenty of times, like how many times we've, again, like force play data, all these other things too. Like mm -hmm. when, you know, um, there was ways and there's things I used to teach that when I've gotten all this data, like I realized how wrong a lot of these things were, where, mm -hmm. for example, and even when we got data, we got to understand what that data is actually, you know, teaching. And so one of the, you know, biggest arguments as well, um, that people would talk about is like the front leg is either the front leg is like a break or just absorbs force or mm -hmm you know, whatever. Um, and it's very clear within a force plate and people, you know, I've heard people like argue and usually, um, uh, TM has argued this, which who's never studied force plate data or even understands human anatomy to a basic level standpoint or biomechanics or all mm -hmm. these other things that he doesn't believe in because it comes in a textbook and, mm -hmm. you know, obviously there's only truth and, you know, from one perspective, I guess. So with that being said, right, out of all these really smart people in the, in the world, a pool hall owner, figured it out that, you know, you don't need to use your front leg, even though mm -hmm. <laughs> the data is very clear yeah. about how on the opposite side of that, the most elite hitters in the world, how well they use their front side um, and how they engage into the front leg. And then, you know, arguing, well, you know, a force plate can't tell if it's accepting force or creating force. Actually, it's pretty easy mm -hmm. uh, to be able to tell if, again, what's accepting. And also, too, if you especially if you have cameras as well, it's like, very easy like mm -hmm. to tell if a, if a leg is absorbing force or if it's creating force um you know and and one of those uh, would have to be a uh, human movement that if i'm um, accepting on the same side of that right there is an absorption of force uh where again it's more of an eccentric um decelerator you know t type movements but again we actually know that the front leg in a, is an accelerator um mm -hmm. and it's a massive accelerator in the swing um and that's where back in the day when we talked about like clearing your hip and like doing all those other things too that like if your front leg doesn't engage in the round of uh, the ground the correct way and in the right vector which is the right direction um with a, a particular amount of ratio uh force which would be two to three times as much um a force that was created by the back leg um, that we are going to have some major issues when it comes mm -hmm. into pelvic rotation, um, your ability to decel, your ability to uh, rotate and also, you know, clear space and all those other things that are going to happen. Right. Um, we also too, along with that, like um, we've had many players that have trained with a lot of different guys. Mm -hmm. um, and so because of that, it's funny because there's like four signatures. Mm -hmm. um, let me say that again force signatures and when you have force signatures is again like it's like a signature like when you're writing it's unique to you it's exactly how you know you like to create things but also two instructors have signatures right by how they teach we have signatures by how we teach um, along with that and obviously we're trying to match our signatures close as possible to some of the signatures of some of the best players that have mm -hmm. you know played that we've measured that we've done x y and z and 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 correlating um, over with that. Right. And so, um, we're still learning, we're, we're still improving ways of, you know, doing with that. Everybody also has a unique signature based on their body on mm -hmm. all those things as well. Um, but I, I think that that's one of the things I've talked about as well, uh, previously, um, with it is, uh, I would love, and I, this is, I, I took this from Hermosi is I think about this, um, uh, Hermosi is a big 
like mentor that mm-hmm. on social media that I, I pull things from. But in any case, uh, one of the things he always says all the time that makes it as well as I start to think about it, like if I had to compete against somebody, um, I would love to compete against someone that thinks the front leg's not important mm-hmm. because it would be really good yeah. <laughs> for me to like train against and all those other things as well. It's like if you don't understand the importance of the front leg, it's like, it's going to be tough. Yeah. It's going to be tough for you. And again, if you only think the back leg's important, it's going to be really, it, again, you're going to have really limited results. And, mm-hmm. you know, again, along with that, sometimes people are teaching the front leg. They don't even know they're teaching the front leg. Yeah. They're giving cues for the back leg. They're doing all these other things, but they're not understanding that like how they're actually teaching, even though they don't think of it mm-hmm. as the front leg, it's actually a cue for the front leg. We talk right. about that with brakes all the time yeah. as well. Like people cue the brakes all the time. I yeah. Know. And, and, and that was kind of the point I was, I was getting to is like, just because you're not generally like really focused on that. Like exactly. we sometimes cue how you get in your backside yep. to better use your, or use your front side you have more to. efficiently or better. You have to, yeah. right? It's like, I would also agree if we're just standing here, right? Neutral and you shift over your front side yes. with no turn of the hips, right? You just yep. shift over your front leg, mm-hmm. right? I also agree that that's not what we want. Agreed. Right now. Nobody wants an early shift. Yeah, yeah right. Like, you want an on-time shift. Now, for sure. a lot of people are interpreting that as you don't need your front leg at all. It's like, well, okay, if I'm shifting over my front leg, I agree that's bad. Yeah. But there's also a whole nother way to use your Cody, front leg. Cody, why isn't why is there any amputees that only have one leg in the MLB? I don't know. I was actually thinking about that. Tank, okay, tank so, well, maybe it's it. just so they can run the first base, I guess. <laughs> maybe they so they can play defense or something like but, that. If you, had a, if you had a pick, again, and also with that with force play data, it's really silly. Can I create force with one leg or create force with two legs? And everybody's there goes, oh yeah, just one leg, you know, twist the rubber band. And snap. first yeah. off, your body doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Second off, that's a great cue for certain guys. And again, this is the biggest thing I've been harping on. I was like, even talked about that with somebody this morning was like the difference between the difference between a really good cue for certain guys and a reality, right? In a reality, great. Your cue might get somebody to move a certain way. It doesn't mean that's what's really happening in the body. Mm-hmm. You don't get to create cues right. and, and, and and look at a spring or do this and go, that's how the body's put together. Why? Because that's how you understand the body that you've mm-hmm. never really, have you ever even looked at a cadaver? Or have you ever looked at, um, you know, an anatomy book of seeing how things run in the body and like how it, actually the body creates movement and all those other things? Like, again, we don't just get to come up with our own reality just like we don't get to come up with our own words and you know say that mm-hmm. it's the english language right it's just like you you have to actually on the same side of that like do the work right of like trying to understand what everybody that the stacking of information that's been built up over thousands of generations right of over the top right of standing on each other's shoulders and going okay for example we're gonna learn a whole bunch of things like i'm gonna die and someone's gonna be a way better coach than i am Mm -hmm. and they're gonna stand on my shoulders and use information that i discovered and some things that we figured out and the wisdom that we had and all those other things and they're gonna do you know they're gonna go to a whole nother planet right and like that's amazing but again to think about on the same side of that it's like it's a very um we need to get over our pride a little bit mm-hmm. when we think that like one, I'm the beginning of knowledge or two, I'm the end of knowledge. First mm-hmm. off, that's God. What's what's up? Mm-hmm. And then second off on top of that as well is like understanding that, for example, is that there was people that knew more before you. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you stood on top of their shoulders to learn some things. And then there's a whole bunch of people that are going to stand on your shoulders after you are going to know way more than you and talk mm-hmm. information and take those things as well. We have this thing, you know, again, like I said, those humans are where it's like we want to be the you know, we want to be the wisdom or we're, right. we were the creator or we came up with these things when in reality, we're just stacking on top of each other. Yeah. Yeah. And then too, as, as I saw some of this, it, I mean, 
I'm not even gonna really like where the rabbit hole started. It basically goes, I like to I like to look at other coaches' content. One to like pick up stuff that they're doing and like Agreed. I like seeing what they're doing. Like, oh, Grab that actually worked really well, right? You know, again, something. again goes back. Like, I don't think everything I say is just you know, holy perfect. You yeah. know, think it's all, we, you know all knowing. We've been wrong uh, all the way. Yeah. So, so we, like I always look today. at this, but there was actually you know a particular person that took a video of a particular hitter of ours and yeah. reposted it naturally. Yeah. Of course. And you know the. The perspective was just so far from what was actually happening in those yeah, videos, always. being in the cage, seeing it. And I was like, always. okay, well, I'm curious, like, what do these people think? So I get in the yeah. comments, I'm looking, it's just like, and I just keep seeing no teach, no teach, no teach, no teach, no uh -huh. teach, no teach, all this stuff. It's like, okay, first of all, let's just, you know, kid's pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, second of all, then, you know, you know, algorithms, then the next like five videos I see are all talking about no teaches. And I'm like, all right, yeah. all right, that's enough of the no teach stuff right now. But, um, but I think I think it was actually really interesting. It was like a lot of it's just perspective. I think if we would actually both humble ourselves or all of us would humble ourselves and actually have a conversation, we'd both agree that what we're seeing is probably pretty similar and that we're actually trying to accomplish similar-ish things uh, visually with what we're seeing uh, and in this particular video. And then to, uh, to bring up uh, like conversations that we had last week, not necessarily me and you, but uh, but again, just as a whole that we've had at the training staff is like, they could be different lenses talking about the same thing, mm. but how we're communicating it yeah. could be slightly or, different, or, right? Or again, or again, the other things with this too is <clears throat> people understanding too. Like, look, there's different there's different philosophies and there's different techniques. Sometimes you think something's wrong because you teach a whole another technique. Mm. So I talk about this all the time. Yo, you teach karate, we teach Muay Thai. You karate kicks and Muay Thai kicks, they teach them completely mm -hmm. different with a different emphasis because they have different other strikes that they're trying to get to. Mm -hmm. For example, uh, boxers look at Muay Thai boxing and they're like, mm, well, what in this situation, I would bend at the waist and I would do this and I would do all these other things. In Muay Thai, you can't do that mm -hmm. because you, again, MMA, you can't do that because you'd get kneed in the head. Mm -hmm. You would get all these other things happening. A lot of times, too, a lot of these hitters are X, Y, and Z, they, they, work at lower levels or again they work with particular athletes for example there, there is there is guys at the highest level of fighting that do things that teach instructors would be like don't teach that because again some guy's going to get knocked out like that but again since he's a heavyweight since he's this x and y and z mm -hmm. he sets it up in this particular way or whatever he might be able to get away with he might even get away with it for 20 fights and then all of a sudden some guy sleeps him doing that and then some guy in the comments like see i told you mm. he was gonna get knocked out if he just yeah. kept dropping his hands or whatever he started doing this thing right and so you know you got to keep all those things like in in contrast as well and also the other part with that is like you got to remember too just like in martial arts and those other things that <laughs> it's been shown clear like that there's certain things uh, and certain techniques that are superior to other techniques when it comes to martial arts. It doesn't mean that one of them can't win in a certain scenario and all these other things. But in general right now, um, again, along with it, like every fighter, every fighter knows, knows Muay Thai. Like when they go in the MMA, they, they use some a lot of the striking techniques, how they throw their kicks, how they throw their elbows, how they do their clinches. There's a lot of things that are taken over from that technique. And again, where there's other ones that were great, like they're still martial arts and you can go and train them and do X, Y, and Z. But like, you know, again, there's, there's for example, there's not a lot of guys in the MMA that have like Taekwondo backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Like, is there some? Yes primarily they usually have done it and they don't really do a lot of it before because again like taekwondo in general 
for example, is more for like points and it's all like, it's, it's an art and, mm -hmm. it, and it is a martial art. Um, but when it comes into the art of, I'm trying to put you to sleep, mm -hmm. <laughs> there is different techniques that are used for in this fight as quick as possible mm -hmm. is a very different thing than points, you know, sparring or, you know, what I'm trying to do to, you know, just compete in that way. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a big, very big thing too as well is just just because it doesn't match up with how you perceive technique mm -hmm. doesn't mean that there's this one way of technique right mm -hmm. and there's this only way of hitting i think i think this is the other you know other part with that is right is you watch mlb on the same side of that right you have a whole bunch of guys that are more front-sided you have a whole bunch of guys that are more back-sided and then also too along with it like if you're really about matching video and you know doing all these other things and along with it it doesn't matter across the board everybody thinks their video matches video mm -hmm. I don't know why. See what they want to see. Yeah, every because you can't see the differences, right? For example, yeah. dude, I'm telling you, when I was younger, I used I I remember looking at my swing, and be like, yo, my swing looks a lot like <laughs> Robinson Cano. Yeah, but boy, <laughs> boy, I was just like, why? Because I matched some mannerisms and some setups, and, and I matched a couple angles yeah. within there. People don't understand that as well as like the same the same thing with it. It's like your brain sees what it wants to see, and it's like, why can't I see it this way? Why can't you see that? Like, yes, you have pieces, or you have a X, you know, X, Y, and Z. Like, you can create some angles and mimic some other things too. Mm -hmm. But again, along with it, this is why I always have to talk at, uh, you know, with it at the end of the day is that it doesn't, it doesn't matter. This is, it comes back to the foundational root. It comes back to the foundational root. Everybody is finding different ways to create results. Getting mm -hmm. results for the athlete is way more important than you being right. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that Cody Bellinger's hitting coach right now that he's teaching Cody that the whole internet would have a heart mm -hmm. attack right. to see about it. That that whole crew over there would be like, "What? What are we? What are you doing? That's not that mm -hmm. man was pretty good last year. Yeah, he did, and he did pretty good. Yeah. doing how he was hitting, and a lot of people would have said, "No, that's not. He's got to do this and all the mm -hmm. listen." quarterback couch mm. uh, quarterback couch couch quarterback hey, same, same. <laughs> both same same but different <laughs> but like remember at the end of the day is like you got to keep in mind you got to keep in mind it, your opinion doesn't really matter mm. at the end of the day if you're not in the arena actually working with the athlete and actually you getting them results it could be how you're for example he could have that technique but you're so good at how you use that technique and mm -hmm. all the things that are behind it that could make it really elite mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like there's all these little intricacies and everybody wants it to be so surface level where it's like oh no just turn, get yeah. on your back leg turn the barrel oh get to your front side swing down and like yeah. that's the end of the conversation it's silly mm -hmm. it's silly like it's much more complicated than that. And I promise you that if you think that you figured out something that you only dedicate like two hours a day to, to actually trying to figure out and half the people don't even, they get two hours a week into mm -hmm. of trying to figure out. And you think that you've outwitted guys that do it all day long and this is mm -hmm. their life. And you have somewhat this opinion that you're so convicted in is that you probably, you know, need to look in the mirror a little mm -hmm. bit and just humble yourself well, and, and take the pride away well, for sure. Also too, also too, I know we talk about this a lot, like hitting is an art. 
Like it's not it's not this like robotic absolute textbook. This is the swing. It's an art, right? And I'll use this as perspective. I actually just thought about this now. So I did a I did a little art class with with Naomi over the weekend, and basically they have somebody paint, and you like try to copy them. Mm-hmm. And it was so interesting to me as you look at everybody's paintings, and none of them look the same. Not mm-hmm. a single one. There was twenty people in the class, and they're all looking at the same. Thing. Not a yeah, yeah. not not a single one looked the same. Okay. But what I actually took because I'm nerd, right? And she was just like, "You're such a nerd." is uh it was interesting because as you go through the the uh instructor offers help if you start to get a little far off right mm-hmm. so like hey you know it's supposed to look more neon yellowish mm-hmm. you know i can come in and show you how to blend some blues and greens mm-hmm. well it was funny because there's uh, a dude sitting across from us who uh he seemed like and talking to him a little bit he has an artistic background like sounds like he spray paints things and is like mm-hmm. an artist already he doesn't do a lot with brushes yeah but he had a vision right and so as she came over and like you know was like talking about stuff she couldn't see the direction he was going with his painting mm. and it was clear when they were talking and it's like he took her inspiration and made it his own for sure to the point where he couldn't or she couldn't really help him a whole lot. Yeah. And then there were some people that were so novice that she's over here like doing the actual coaching, yeah. instructing for them, like took the brush, actually did it, right? And it was just so funny, like on that spectrum, you have this guy over here. And then too, just truth is like his painting looked better than the original. Like he was pretty darn good. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, but it, where he was able to take that inspiration, make it unique, you know, in my opinion, it was better, yeah. but, and be able to do that. And then too, also when she would try to step in and help certain people, when she didn't have context, didn't have background, didn't what they were trying to accomplish, yeah. you know, and be creative with that she could actually make the painting look yeah. worse or robotic. Like this is how I teach the swing. Everything looks the same when in all reality, that's not the vision that was with that particular painting. Yeah. Um, but all in all, I thought it was interesting is like, if you look at it, if you look at it like art, like the swing yeah. is, you could be working that's with good, somebody. It's a really good analogy of like watching someone paint and have having paint and then trying to make and then trying to create your own from y- it. Yeah, it's like well, like well it, it was it was just interesting because like she came over and and for me in particular, I use mine is there's like an eye to this skull. It's like a Halloween painting. Yeah, and I messed it up right from the beginning. <laughs> right, it's like I never paint. I messed yeah. it up right from the beginning, and it's supposed to be neon, so like a black light could shine and like the the eye comes through. I messed it up from the beginning, but I also had this like vision as the. I wanted mine to be a little bit more bluish green, mm. right? And so uh, for different reasons with the other parts of the painting is I just like those colors. And so then she comes over and like basically wants to like go over it all with the lime yellow, like the greenish yellow. And I'm like, like, that's cool. Like, I like it, but I don't want all of it to be that way. Right. And, and then she was kind of like asking why. And I gave her my vision and she was like, oh, like, that's a cool little twist, blah, 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 blah. And so and it was just it was funny because then I started observing like her interacting with other people while like mine was drying. And it's like everybody wanted to have their own creative twist to it, which one I thought was really interesting is like if all of you guys would just do exactly what she did, we'd all actually have pretty good paintings. But half of you guys have sucked because you tried to be creative. Um, which yeah. I thought was funny. I was like, yep. I was like, you know, when you have that little expertise, like, like me, when I tried to get creative, it started to get ugly, you know, I was like, I should have just probably did what you asked me to do. Um, but then some people was like, if you did exactly what she asked you to do, your painting would have been worse. Like the guy across from me, like you, you actually got a better painting out of it, more creative, more details. It was really, you know, appealing. Mm-hmm. Um, but which too, I thought was just more of like, I thought it was funny. It's like looking from a human perspective is like, we all want our own creative twist to it. When, you yeah. know, 
would all look pretty pretty good if we just followed what our instructor did but um but no i, I thought it was super interesting it's like how different every single one of them were but also too everybody thought their painting was good like you know it's like when you see it from that lens everybody was like can you take a picture like i did really good i did really good i did really like mm -hmm. you know it's like when you are working right and then the pride that yeah. you have with something that you put that time in and if you don't have the humility to be able to let somebody step in and actually advise you and give you like hey if you do too much blue yeah it won't work well, with the black well, light and and i think this is the other thing too okay let's just go to like a base level a base level i i think they also take some things of like some things out of like humility expect like experience from this in your eyes you think it looks like the original painting mm-hmm Right. And you're like, oh, it's good or whatever these things are or for me and how I'm at, whatever these are the things. Right. Here's the thing. Ninety nine percent of the time when I'm watching. Teacher man swings, I think they're dog shit, <laughs> like just straight. Like I, I think yeah. they're I think the swing looks fucking dog yeah. shit. Sorry, that was my my my, my effort. <laughs> right. But like, I, I really think that is not that good. Yeah. Right. So when you look at mine and you think the same thing, it's like, so guess what? Right. The, the difference on, on the same thing when I look at that is going like, listen, it doesn't matter your opinion or my opinion. Mm. You, you like we could all have an opinion. Can the kid hit? Yeah. It doesn't they matter. Get results. It doesn't matter what you think of the drill or this or that can the kid hit if he is hitting oh whoa he could hit to a whole nother that's your opinion no mm -hmm. one cares okay yeah. you care about your opinion that's mm -hmm. great it doesn't matter did he pay you to work on his swing no mm -hmm. so who did he pay who is he invested in what is he doing that is going again you could have all your opinions in the world about cody bellinger and how he's training and mm -hmm. if you think it's going to do this and if you think it's going to do that and blah 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 blah, blah. but meanwhile He's not seeing you to hit. Yeah. He doesn't want to do your things. Mm -hmm. He may have already tried your stuff. Mm -hmm. He may have already worked with you. I, those are the those are my famous ones. It's like mm -hmm. I, I I had a couple of those literally guys that came from training with like a you know certain hitting coach or whatever. Then the hitting coach posting them and going oh da, da, da. it's like actually he was hitting one hundred mm -hmm. hitting with one of your guys mm -hmm. and came over and actually did all these things. Now the same thing too. Again, back the opposite way. Great. You could have someone that's trying to do our philosophy, maybe even hit with us a couple times, all those other things. Mm -hmm. Maybe the kid's not hitting. If he's doing drills with you and he's getting results, great. Mm -hmm. Like, again, I'm not the epitome of knowledge. I mm -hmm. might not be the best coach for him. Right. That's what we always miss on the same side of this is like this ego about like, I'm the top hitting coach. Mm -hmm. Who cares? Like, when did it become about you? You being the top hitting coach, when did it come about you wanting to be seen the, as the you know epitome of knowledge? When did it come apart that the coach had to be seen as this certain type? It's not about you. You it, when we're in coaching, when did it become about you? Mm. It doesn't matter. That's why I like even with that in a lot of those interactions, like I don't even interact anymore because it's silly. Mm -hmm. It's silly. Like what are we arguing over? Who's the better coach? Mm. What did we lose it? Mm. Did we lose what the point of coaching is? I was gonna like, say, yeah, most like, of the time. like, I'm not trying to die on the hill that, that I'm the best hitting coach and I'm the, you know, I know all knowledge and there's nobody else that has knowledge other than me. Like, that's silly. Mm -hmm. It's like, for what? Right. Like, so that you get seen as the smart guy that outsmarted all the scientists. Like, what, what, yeah. are, what are you trying to, like, what, it, 
did you want your trophy? Like, mm-hmm. here's your trophy. Like, you feel better? Like, what are you going to do now? Yeah. Go and yell at somebody on the internet? Like, it's just, it's silly. Well, well yeah, like, it's even, to silly. Your, even to your point, I would say, like, most of the hitters that I work with that I feel like get pretty good results, like, just from, a, like, a relationship standpoint, we view each other as, like, collaborators. Like, there's some stuff where it's like, hey, bro, like, you know, quit trying to go rogue. Like, listen, I've done this before. I've gotten five kids that do the same thing as you to, like, fix some of this stuff yeah right but as a whole like when we can view ourselves as like a collaboration instead of like i know all this shut up and listen to me right yeah. i know like it never ends well yeah. right well and and also to add some context to that like in in reality on the same note of that right as they work with you more they have more collaboration mm-hmm. in the very beginning right you know like, like for example you go back to the artist you know mm-hmm. scenario in that same way right the novice you know like well my vision for this was bubble it's just like okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like again, you walk in. There's a reason you're not leading art. the class. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't do art, yeah. right? And then and you trying to tell like all this other vision, just being like, "Yo, like again, like we said the same thing." Like, uh, you guys came another day, and I was hitting with Tewksbury, right? Tewksbury's like giving me a, basically a, rem- a remote hitting session. He's on the thing. I know a lot of things about the swing. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of things about the body, right? Tewksbury has a different lens about the swing. So when he was coaching me. I literally put all of what I thought about the swing to the side mm-hmm. and I went, okay, like whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do, mm-hmm. right? I want to feel what you're trying to get me to. I'm going to go about your process and your way of teaching because that's what we also miss in too is we also have different teaching styles and we ha- also have different different modalities mm-hmm. and different ways and different approaches. You have a different approach than I do of hitting. Now, is there a crazy amount of overlap? Mm-hmm. Sure, right? Because we fall from the same tree. But at the same time, um, at the same time, there is differences about, and again, there's differences from me from today or yesterday or three days from now with the same hitter. Mm-hmm. I might do something completely different. Right. And that's where I think it's important too. It's just like, I'm feeling with the athlete, how they're moving. I'm taking in all of this information. Right. And then I'm also taking in where I'm at mentally and going, mm, I'm making hypothesis that this might be the best method based on my experience today mm-hmm. that I'm going to go about it this way, mm-hmm. right? Now, I'm also like more, again, like we're kind of the art teacher in that same way. We, we do this a lot. Like this is what we do, right? So I'm a lot more free and not so structured like I was when I was younger mm-hmm. because I have a lot of different experience and I can feel the athlete. And I'm, I'm literally, when I say that, I want to like emphasize that I feel the athlete, right? I'm, I'm taking in how, how they're perceiving, how, what, what is, what is going on in their head? Are they frustrated today? Mm-hmm. Are they a little bit, are they on edge? Right. Also too, what is their base level? Am I t- training Tommy fam? Right. Mm-hmm. Or am I training, you know, uh, an amateur that's coming in? Yeah, so I'm taking in, I'm taking in, again, is this Tommy Pham or is this a, a, a 10-year-old, you know, softball girl mm-hmm. that, you know, just came in, today's her first day, and we're going to do different things, right? Like, you know that, like, yeah. I'm going to start, you know, some with some basics in the very beginning and some things that are maybe not so outlandish because we're mm-hmm. also getting buy-in and all those other things, right? And like, and then having that whole structure that comes on top of those those other places. But if you think I, I also I also got to this point where I think it's super interesting on the internet is does anybody truly think that they're gonna go on the internet on Twitter, for example? Mm-hmm. Okay. X. If you're gonna go on X and you think you're gonna debate somebody on Twitter and there's gonna be 
a resolution. Oh yeah. Like all of a sudden you like all of a sudden we're going to get on Twitter and we're going to be like, let's debate. Yeah. And then all of a sudden someone's going to be like, you know what? You're so right. <laughs> I was completely wrong. I'm, let me change my whole, right. you know, every, all the knowledge that I've accumulated over the entire, I never saw it from, you know, that lens and mm. everything changed. Like that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like having that like mindset, like along with it of like knowing and just keeping like understanding of like, just understanding that at the end of the day, like you're not, you're not solving. There's no, some, everybody wants to talk about that. Like all of a sudden people also think like too, how many times, let's say you, you take like real debates, like real debates, people have crazy different ideologies on something, right? Mm-hmm. Politics, religion, like hitting whatever, right? Like crazy different ideologies on, and philosophies on how they teach something. And they make those two people debate each other. At the end of the debate, do they shake hands and go, man, Donald Trump, hey, you're actually, the smartest. I am gonna switch. Yeah, you're, you're the, you're the, you're the. You know what? I'm a Republican now. You know <laughs> what? I just changed my complete party because the points you brought up now completely because yeah. they don't agree from a core standpoint on how they do philosophy. Now, may they? The, I think more of the debate is for other people to like take things and like do their other things mm-hmm. and parts with it. But like, that's not like it. It doesn't happen that way. Like mm-hmm. that's why when I think when people really try to debate like with teacher man is like or anybody like you know what I'm saying like. You're not going to debate with Eugene Bleeker or Teacher Man or Lada or Wallenbrock or who you're not, you're not going to debate with any of those people. And they're going to go, you know what? All of the things that I've learned over my whole life, I realize now that your philosophy is the <laughs> one that was the truth and yeah. all these things. That's why I also think like, for example, um, there's many, you know, things and, and, and like TM for, uh, you know, many times has said, well, you know, it'll be when I die and then they'll give me all this credit. No, they won't. You know what's <laughs> going to happen? They're going to move the hell on. That's <laughs> what they're going to do. And it's going to be another person. It's going to be a new idea and you're going to be dead and gone and people are going to move on. Like, that's how it works for me. That's going to work for you. Like, great. You're not Albert Einstein. Like at the, at the end of the day, like, it's like you again, have a, just like you before hit you, there's a whole bunch of people. There's so many guys I can name right now that Cody, for example, who Cody was for the, for the age for the group. What are you? What do you know? Uh, Twenty six. I'm 26. a grown man I'm a grown, now. I'm a grown man, <laughs> right? There is plenty of hitting coaches right now, Cody, that I could probably name that you probably have never heard of, right? Tons. Not because yeah. it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. You know how many scientists right now that we use their information that we don't know their yeah. names? Yeah, it and that's the point, too. Matter. We still use their information. Yes. You know? Like, and we move on. And also, too, again, along with that, it's just like, again, Times are advancing. We're learning all these new things about the body. We're doing all these other, these other, these other places. Like, if you're not already using the stuff that we have access to now, right? And like trying to better understand what you actually believe and what's actually happening, instead of just watching someone move in front of you and then coming up with that being affirmation to what you believe, you're you're going backwards. Mm. Like you're you're you're, you're you're, you're not understanding, like, that's not going to stand the test of time because you on the other side of that is like, you got to understand along with it. Like, it's lazy to say, this is my opinion. This is my opinion. And I'm backing it up with video that you're already doing technology. Okay, great. You're utilizing technology. So then all of a sudden when technology doesn't match what you think, then the technology must be wrong. Mm-hmm. And you're right is your stance is bonkers to me right <laughs> you pull that one pull pull that word out for me right it's it's just it's it's wild to me to think to think that it just from a, a standpoint that like that's why i don't even 
really go back and forth with anybody like on social media anymore or like any of those other stuff. It's just like, yo, it's just not worth the energy. Like, mm. yo, you teach, you teach what you want to teach, right? I'm going to take my thing. I'm, I'm worried about getting an athlete better in front of me yeah. and that being that, right? Which is, which is why, again, like when we talk about that too as well, again, we can have podcasts where we're talking about like our lenses mm-hmm. on it or whatever, but like people want this like kumbaya, like resolution that like, that is never like human beings have never done like what an amazing thing by God to make us all different that we would all need one another. And we always have contrary, mm-hmm. you know, contradictions of like what we think and how we perceive things. And like, along with it, like, again, I don't, I'm not, I don't identify as the maker of truth and, mm-hmm. and wisdom. Like at the end of the day, there's plenty of things that I, I, I tell all the time that I think I'm wrong about. There's plenty of things in the swing. I do not move like Mike Trout. I do mm-hmm. not move like anybody in the MLB actually. Right. And Mike Trout doesn't move like, he, there are certain attributes of his swing that are like, and the same thing, there's certain attributes of my swing that are like other guys in the league, but you know who moves like Mike Trout? Mike Trout. That's it. You know who moves like Barry Bonds? Barry Bonds. Mm-hmm. Like, like you could sit there and mimic, we talked about this before, many times. Great. Like, go ahead and grab the, you know, the batting stance guy and have him go up there and mimic Barry Bonds and go, mm-hmm. oh, he hits like Barry Bonds. It's like, okay, put a bat in his hand and have him go in the box and tell me if he hits yeah. like Barry Bonds. Like, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's different than matching mannerisms and, and just his shapes. And all of a sudden you think you're going to hit like bare bombs. Like mm-hmm. it's not how it works. So, so I think like with that is like from that base standpoint. And again, people use uh, sports in general as like a, a place of escape. Right. So they like to debate and mm-hmm. you know, share their opinions For and sure. all those things, which everybody's free to do of course. Right. But I think when you go into it with the, like a seriousness of thinking that you're going to come to a resolution or you're a hundred percent sure you're right before you go into the conversation, well, well, then we're not, you know, there's no reason to really have the conversation because mm-hmm. th- there's not, you know, you're saying statements, I'm saying statements. We're not, we're not actually trying to get to a resolution. Well, mm-hmm. then what's the point of us talking? Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and I think too, with all that, kind of like you were saying, it's like not so much about looking into all that stuff as like trying to find a solution, Yeah. but I could just see the direction. And then also too, I mean, I've, I have personal experience with this where like, you know, I get on social media when I was a player and, you know, I could be led one way and of course and be led astray. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's one of those things where I feel also too with the the data that we have, with the experience that we do have, like you said, that doesn't mean like we're going to get on, right. Yeah, we're yeah. not going to get on and just like to share our information, you know, go yeah. back and forth with a debate on a yeah. Sunday evening or whatever. It's like, Agreed. okay, no, but also too like from our experience and also to from the data that we've collected and have and, and whatnot, like you were saying, it's like, it is our duty to continue to put out information in my opinion that yeah, we the, feel like has gotten us, results. Us having, yeah. And that's what I mean by that too. Us having the conversation and having it in like this way too, as well. It's like more open form where it's like, not like attack with that. It's like, it's really important to like unpack these things and put out information and do all those other things too. Right. Like, um, and again, it's really, uh, as we continue to do that, but I also too, I also am okay with, in a lot of ways with that is like, some people can take that to a point where they're trying to prove that the other person is wrong. And I'm like, which again, I'm not saying yeah. that we're doing, but I'm saying that like, I've had got to that point too, where it's like, I'm sitting there actively trying to like show you know display like you know here's all the way that it's just you know and 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 to me it's like 
I just don't want to spend my time no. doing that necessarily. And not not saying not saying that, you know, and again, like with it, this is a different, like us having a conversation, but I'm saying like on social media, like you don't know how many times I get DMs of people with stuff like that, right? Where they're like, you should say this and you should blah, 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 blah. And you should get on, like I had somebody hit me one time um, about like a group on a Facebook and they're like, can you reply in here? Because, th you know, this guy said this and, and like, I, you know, I, I want to uh, have you, to, you know, say this, this and this, all these things. And I'm like, okay, like, like we all spend our time doing different things. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to prove somebody wrong. Mm -hmm. Like in reality, in reality, like I'm just trying to be better. Mm -hmm. Like, and spending my time trying, I, I, sometimes I get, um, I think this is an interesting too. Sometimes, sometimes I get, sometimes I get exhausted, uh, not exhausted, but I get in this place of, I'm not necessarily trying to even teach other coaches because I don't feel like that is necessarily my like calling, mm -hmm. right? Like I'm training the player in front of me, mm -hmm. right? That's more what I'm interested in rather than I'm more interested in the player than I am the coach. And maybe that sure. is, maybe that is my bias because my drive was me as a player, right? It's not me as a coach. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I, I think on the other side of that too, as well, sometimes people like confuse those things too, as well. It's like, I'm sharing just like you, right? We're sharing things of us training athletes and all that. But like at the same, at the end of the day, like my heart is way heavier for players mm -hmm. than it is for educating coaches and doing all those other things. And I, again, I know that we can help coaches along the way. Mm -hmm. And I know that we can do all those other things too. And I like helping people in general, mm -hmm. but my true passion, like don't get it twisted, is about helping the player right in front of me. Right. Like I could, if the coach agrees, doesn't agree, if I make them better, if I don't make them better, all those other things, like we share resources and we do those other things, but that is not my driver. If you took the player out of that equation, mm -hmm. I don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it, it doesn't light me up. It doesn't fulfill me at all. Mm -hmm. Like I'm doing it for the player that's sitting right in front of me. Yeah. So, so because of that, that also shifts my perspective of where I spend my time. Mm -hmm. It's like, am I going to sit here and try to, look through the internet and just find people I could dunk on. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, or at the end of the day is like, again, like I don't agree. Like I'm going to scroll. Like mm -hmm. I don't agree. And like, again, if there is, if there is like a civil discourse that we can discuss ideas and I know someone that's like similar or, you know, I want to put another thought out there or whatever that I think that's also very different comparatively to like, you know, again, trying to like dismantle somebody, yeah. which God has given me the skill to do, right? Like <laughs> even when I'm wrong, yeah. right? And I, I, and I don't, but I just don't, it doesn't lead to life for me. So mm -hmm. I just like, again, along with it, it's just like, you know, it, it, even though it's a path you could take, I don't think yeah. it's very fulfilling. Like, yeah, you know? no, I mean, it's time consuming. It takes a lot of energy, but, um, but kind of like you were, you were just saying, and like I was saying before, is like, it's more about the player anyways, uh, mm -hmm. too. And I just know from the perspective as a player that has gone through social media and been searching in that, in that desperate point of my career where I am searching and I'm willing to do all of this stuff is to also be able to have a filter of multiple sources of information to then try rather yeah. than just think again, like you said, this is the one and only truth and how to filter. And also to uh, perspective is huge when it comes yeah. to a lot of this stuff. Like, like you were saying is like, we post some of those videos, but also to what you think is wrong with that video is also what we think is wrong and we're actively trying to fix it. And like, if you would have seen the beginning of the video or a month ago, you would probably be like, oh, it has gotten better, right? We're actually yeah. working on the same thing that you're 
pointing out right yeah and so but but more than anything like i the the thing that really got me fired up was like the no teach in, in general was just like i don't think people understand how complicated they try to oversimplify the body right and dramatically it, yeah right they try to oversimplify the body or the skill at hand like see ball hit ball oh it's a no teach oh just get in the weight room you'll get better it's like i think i think just as a whole it's leading a lot of players astray to think that it is really that simple and again maybe maybe there's a thought that is more simplistic a cue that can do three things but think about one thing right it's like i've had plenty of cues in my playing career or in my coaching career so far that i'll give them one thing like an external cue that gets three internal things to happen right but to also think that it literally is just that simple oh if you just try to hit ground balls to second base you'll be a better hitter it's like I tried to do that for a long time and I got way worse, mm-hmm. <laughs> like way worse. Right. But yeah, just from, just from that perspective, uh, from like a player's perspective is like how to filter some of that information and also understand that, you know, there's also perspective in every one of those posts that are going out there and like a lens and experience and what time and what type of player they're working with and not just taking everything for exactly what it is. I mean, even stuff that we post, like you guys also may be catching it in the middle of the process. You know, like, so to think that this one post is going to change your whole playing career, right? Because you did this one drill that we posted with this one player that's completely different structure as you, a different learner as you, a different communicator, whatever. Like, also, like, be able to be able to try things and have a filter with it and not just, you know, run straight into a brick wall for, you know, whatever is being posted out there. Um, thinking that you know, just because someone put it on social media, it's the absolute wholehearted truth. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I think I think the other the other piece like that is like what you're saying. Is. I think I think here's it, the thing with it too is. It really comes to the mindset also to the the player as well. It's like if you're on social media thinking that you're reading gospel, mm. or watching gospel, or all these other things like. I don't care if it's Mookie Betts, Mike Trout himself. I don't care if it's who knows. Like, no one really knows. Mm-hmm. There's not Keep a open. like like that's why. Um, <laughs> it's like my my boy that always uh, we always talk about this on on social media where it's like everybody's wrong, like or we're all and he always says he always says we're all guessing, right? And I get what he means by it where it's like. Yes, we're all guessing. Some of us just guess better, mm-hmm. right? But with that being said, too, as well, it's like, look, from experience, all these other things to our best knowledge, like we're, we're, we're moving forward in like this direction. But I also think as a player, you got to also challenge yourself on the, on the same note of that of going, if you're looking at social media or you're doing any of those things, first off, it's free. Yeah. You get what you pay for. Okay. You're not paying for shit. All right. So I'm on, I'm on, I'm on a roll today. I'm getting fired up. Okay. Mm-hmm. But like, you're not paying for anything. This is a, a minute and 30 second clip. You know what I used to have to do to figure out information? Mm. Like, you know where I used to have to go for information? Mm. Like, don't be a lazy ass. Like, actually commit to your career and do some digging and commit and pay some money to do some things and go visit some people and learn from people and read some textbooks and, and, and actually get in the weeds and actually do something. Mm-hmm. Like, you scrolling on social media and thinking that, like, you're going to you all of a sudden figured all these things out like you're being lazy and honestly you deserve 
as a player on the same side of that, you deserve what you pull from that information because you're being lazy, mm-hmm. right? And at the end of the day, like, again, that's like me going down the street back in the day and only listening to one instructor and thinking that everything that they say is gospel and not mm-hmm. doing any other work and not learning from anything and not trying all these different stuff and, like, not getting strengthened and not doing all those other things, right? Like, like I think it's also on the player in that same way that it's like you get the same effort that you're putting in is what you're going to get out. And that's a life lesson for you too, as well, that if you're only in one arena, I don't tell anybody like, again, have you ever told me to tell somebody, uh, have you ever heard me tell someone not to follow teacher man Mm-mm. or anybody no. else no. for that matter? Follow everybody. Yeah. I, I, again, like go ahead, follow everybody, listen to everybody, take bits and pieces from all these other things. It's going to be also too, if you have a guide, if you have a mentor, if you have all these other things, it's going to be, it's going to filter a lot of things out for you. Mm-hmm. But like keeping that in mind on this, on the same note of that is just like, yo, like, and you also got to remember where like people's biases are. Everybody has a bias. Right. So you just knowing that you have a bias, right? Like you're going to have a bias. Um, everybody that posts something is going to have a bias. I have a bias. It's called a lens right on the same side of that. And again, like we're always missing things and we're always doing those things, but also too back on the player, you know, is that don't be lazy. Mm-hmm. Like, today's day and age has made it so easy to consume information that you're lazy with not the you're lazy for not doing your work to dig deeper Mm -hmm. if you're taking what I'm saying as gospel and not doing your own research and not following up and looking into the things that I'm talking about, you're being lazy. Yeah. Well, well, I think like you said, it's like, well, what I had to do and I'm, you know, a little bit younger than you Yeah. is there wasn't, I mean, there was social media, but it wasn't like it is now by any means. And so again, if you did find stuff on social media, right, it was very, you know, little, far, few in between. So if I did want anything like what you know even we offer on social media i mean like you did like you just had to pay you had to drive across the city you had to you know reach out to them via email for their book like you did or something like that so also too i had to do more research to make sure that whatever i was paying for or making my parents drive across the whole city for coaching like i did a month of research to make sure that that coach was working with baseball players just before i could even go i just thought of the word what i was saying was like you need to vet it Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like with that, it's like, should you even, like you you need to vet it, mm. right? Like you need to vet that information. Like if I say, you know, spiral fascial sling, right? And you just go, yeah, it's a mm. rubber band that runs across your body. You've now become a regurgitator. Mm-hmm. You don't know what that means. You don't know what it is. It's not really a rubber band that runs across your body. It's mm. connective tissue and mm. a sling that runs across your body. Okay, and all these other things. And now you need to go look into it do the research on it, understand what that actually means, right? Along with it, how do you train it? Do the background, like you should layers and layers of depth, not just regurgitating the top word that mm-hmm. comes along with it. And then also like, again, understanding with that as well is that we're all responsible again for our choices and who we, you know, what we do and where we stop and X, Y, and Z. Like this is the hard part along with it. There is no book. There's no magical place. No one has a magical pill that all of a sudden, uh, you know, you come train with me. I'm going to make you a big leaguer. Like, that's not how it works, mm-hmm. right? So you, you, you get in with it, right? And like you're saying, like, it's a collaboration where even as a coach, I could be telling you all the perfect information, 
you still got to execute. You still got to do all the stuff. Mm -hmm. You still got to, you still have to work through that entire process. You have to put the work in all that stuff. Right. Okay. So great. But the other thing is like when you're on the field, all that stuff, like also there's so many other parts of your game, your defense and your, yeah, and right, right. You know, like, you know, the team you play on and the approach you have and, blah, 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 and all these other things, right? Like you have to actually be able to like, it's not just on the coach and it's not just on the player. Like it's a collaboration between the two. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you're, you're collabing towards your partnering more than anything. I would say like with it is like, we're, we have a partnership. You have a role. I have a role, mm -hmm. right? We both have to do our role so that we can get to the end, end goal. Right. And so when you get with that, it's like, again, there's a different role that I have than you. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm not playing on the field. I can't hit when it's bottom nine bases loaded right. down by two. Like you're up at the plate. I can't do that. And also too, like I have a role too. Right. And I'm always trying to get better and you should always be trying to get better on the opposite side. You should do work when you're not around me and I should be doing work when I'm not around you. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think that that's like also the other place as well of, you know, with it. And, you know, again, like it's just silly, like on the, on the opposite side is as a hitter, I'm, you know, pointing those out there too. It's like, that doesn't have anything like get away from like just baseball. If you take that same approach of anything and you're just taking, you know, words off the internet or what somebody said or whatever, and you're just taking it as gospel and you're not vetting it. Like you should vet the Bible. Like mm -hmm. you should, you should vet, you should vet what's being said and what's going on at the time and look deeper into things and, you know, question things and like mm -hmm. go deeper with it, be respectful. Right. But like, and also too, it doesn't mean you need to go ask the, the exact person. If you can get you know, access to them. Awesome. But also on the same side of that, like, I don't know about you, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't have straight access to Paul or, mm -hmm. you know, what he meant in that moment or whatever. Yeah. I could try to talk to God about it. Right. And like yeah. do those other things. But at the end of the day, I'm going to try to go get other resources. I'm going to read other gospels about what was happening at the time. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to try to get more perspective. I'm going to read a bunch of commentaries. I'm going to try to, I'm going to listen to some servants, uh, some sermons with some people that have some wisdom on the subject and, mm -hmm. and kind of, you know, try to vet it out a little bit, right? Before, um, you know, doing those things. And that's like the struggle as a, as a hitter, right? Is, is really figuring out, you know, with it. And, yo, it doesn't matter. I also, too, want to free from this side is, yo, if I say it's bad and you go out there and crush and make the major leagues and you're all the other stuff too, who cares what I say? Yeah. Like. Good for you. Good for you, bro. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, you know how many things that people told me that I did anyways? Mm -hmm. Even though they told me how they were so convicted <laughs> that they were right and all these other things, mm -hmm. that me the same way, bro. If I'm wrong and you know you're right, run with it. Mm -hmm. Prove like go do it. Yeah. Again, true wisdom will be shown by its results. Go get results, bro, and keep doing your thing. And also, too, if God's convicted you in that way and that's your role with it, like, good. Like, there's always a bit of, um, you know, contrast is okay, mm -hmm. right? Like, it's all right. And at the end of the day, like again, like along with it is like. You know, so, you know, not putting so much, um, putting so much commitment into surface level understandings of things, right? It's like you're, you're committing your whole soul and all these things and being like, everything that that person says is right. Well, that's wrong, mm -hmm. right? They're going to say things that are wrong. I'm wrong about things, Right. I'm also right about things. No one's always wrong and no one's always right. Mm -hmm. Like, so, you know, like with it, right. When I'm watching the news, a lot of times I'm filtering. I'm just mm -hmm. like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know world's ending. I know world's mm -hmm. ending, world's ending. It's all the other party's fault. I know, you know, like I'm vetting it, right. We're right. people, we're broken. We make mistakes. We're learning. There's egos. There's pride. There's all those other things. I have pride. I have ego. Mm -hmm. I have all these other things too. I have a bias, right? So 
I know going into those other things, like that's why it doesn't like motivate me to try to like prove somebody wrong like anymore too. It's just being mm-hmm. like, okay, well I'm again, the same way that I'm measuring somebody or what I'm doing things like I'm wrong about stuff too. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the only person that thinks they're right about everything is the one that's wrong. <laughs> it's just like, so I mean, that's your blind spot too as well. Like, you know, again, you're not the epitome of wisdom yet. Don't like doing any research. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just silly from a get go. I don't actually have to study anything. I'm just the smartest hitting coach. <laughs> it's just, I don't actually have to do the work. Mm-hmm. I can just go to my basement. Just like I, I don't actually have to, you know, research anything or learn anything that contraries or any of the, like, I literally am just the epitome of knowledge. Like mm-hmm. that is silly. Yeah. It's, it's silly. Yeah. At what point, again, that's like a hitter saying, I don't have to do any work. I'm just the best hitter on the planet. Like, mm-hmm. dude, Mike Trout has taken <laughs> hundreds of thousands of swings. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you got to do the work. Some mm-hmm. people have to do more work than others. But you don't get to not do the work and then, you know, again, and think that you're going to be the epitome of all wisdom when, bro, you don't even got, you got to, you don't have the, the knowledge side. Like you, you got to go and like research and you should be, if you want to be a really good coach, if you want to be a really good player, you should be studying everyone that has success mm-hmm. and figuring out what they're doing with that. And then figuring out when it plays and when it doesn't and what cue is great at what mm-hmm. time and all those other things. Like you should be doing that. Right. If you're not doing that, well, again, I would love to compete against you. Yeah. It's very easy. Like, it's very easy. Again, when a guy is fully rear-legged and has no adjustability in his front leg, I would love to pinch against that guy. Mm-hmm. If the guy is full on his front side and, you know, shifted his weight early, I would love to pitch against that guy. Mm-hmm. If the guy has one swing on one plane and that's the only way that he could ball and that's the only place he has power and that's the only way he can hit the ball in there, I would love to pitch against that guy. Mm-hmm. So... That's the thing is like, as well as like, again, for example, most MLB coaches are going to disagree the highest level of sport, right? MLB hitting coaches, they all have different philosophies. Every manager has a different philosophy. Every leadership, every front office has a different philosophy. Is there overlap? Sure. But there's also a crazy amount of difference. Mm -hmm. And so at the end of the day, it's like when we all get in the same thing of like, there's going to be this like kumbaya thing. Hmm. It's like, yo, it's okay for us to have differing opinions. Mm -hmm. You have a philosophy. I have a philosophy. They want to come work with you. They're going to come work with you. They come work with me. They're going to come work with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if I get them results, great. Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's what I'm trying to do. Right. Right. Also too, like they get results with you. I'm not over there in the corner going, well, you know, like, great. I'm happy that guy got results with like, cause again, like I want, I don't want the player not to do well. Mm-hmm. Like where do you got to be in your heart where you want somebody else's player or you want someone to suffer or whatever? Like, yeah, you, you got to be in a weird spot. Yeah. Yeah. No, I almost, I almost think about it too. I know, you know, probably my last thought on all this is like, yeah, I, I watch basketball quite a bit and like, you know, I follow LeBron and it's just, it's interesting when you can kind of see the teams that he builds around him. Obviously, you know, for everybody else who likes basketball, take the heat out of the equation when he had everybody, but <laughs> you know, the Dirk Nowitzki on his team. But, yeah. um, but when you see the team that he starts to put together and it's like, he has a philosophy based on what his skill set is and the people he needs around him to compete. Yes. You know, like he knows that at certain times of the game, he needs to guard this person. And he can, right? Obviously, he can do more than some, right? Or, hey, I know at this time of the game, I need to be the the guy with the ball to facilitate. Cody, why can't can't you go on the basketball court and have the same approach as Michael Jordan? 
Well, I probably could because I'm almost as good, but you know, but no, <laughs> yeah, I mean the that, skill set, the the differences yeah. between skill set and yes. the competitive and the background that he grew yes. up with, and some of the failures and successes yes. he's had. He's also not five nine, like yes, you know, <laughs> it's sure physical helps. skills, all these other things, that, yeah. right? And that's the other thing is like what I mean by that too is like, yo, like again, for example, coaching is the same exact way. You can't coach like me because you're not me, mm-hmm. right? Like I can't coach like you because I'm not you. I can't connect with athletes or I can't do those other things. Like if you don't have an anatomy background, good luck coaching like me. Mm-hmm. Like if you yeah, are baseball. grew up a biomechanist and never played baseball, good luck coaching like me. Mm-hmm. Like if you grew up in any way that you grew up, good luck coaching like me because you didn't grow up like me. Mm-hmm. You can take concepts of mine. You can take little pieces and do whatever, but like the same exact thing. So why are you doing that with hitters? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you doing that with hitters? You get the same thing. Like there's, I follow Gary V. I follow, you know, I like, we were, we were just, we were just talking about it with like, with these, uh, Hermosi, like, I, you know, we're just talking about all these different guys. I follow all these guys too. I'm not running my company like Gary V. Is there concepts mm-hmm. and some things that I can grab from him? Absolutely. But we have different philosophies. Like right. we have different things that we focus on. Like, is there a lot that I can take? Sure. Absolutely. Right. Um, again, Hermosi, there's a lot of things. He's not my spiritual mentor. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have, you know, he doesn't have a relationship with God. Like, again, I'm not going to follow him. Like, is there some concept that God give him some wisdom, some things I could take from him? Like, absolutely. Right. But at the end of the day, like along with it, like I also get away from that. Like, I don't even want, I don't even like the concept of like, I don't want you to be on my, in my camp. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't get here because I was in somebody's camp. Right. Like I didn't I didn't. That's not how my brain thinks is like, oh, I have to think this way and we're defending this way. And like it's this against that. Like I don't you're not going to be a very good coach. Mm -hmm. Like, again, you're getting away from the center point, which is getting the player results. When you're trying to get the player results, it doesn't matter who's right. Like matters what's right. Like Donnie used to tell me all the time. Donnie Acker. Right. My boy in the World Series right now. Crash crushing it. But like Donnie used to tell me that all the time. The same thing. Like Joey, like. It's not what's your favorite. It's not what you think or how you perceive the body or any of those other things. Like it's what they need. Mm. So if my guy needs to feel back leg, snap the barrel, which again, we have very similar cues that we, we use all the time. Yeah. Great. Great. Then that's what we're going to use. If it's not, if it's, you know, Again, if it's uh, he needs to feel front leg or if he needs to feel right eyelash or if he needs to think, you know, about, you know, his girlfriend in the stands, like whatever he whatever we got to do to get him to get results is like, Mm -hmm. that's what I'm focused on. Like, it's not about being right. Like you're focused on being right. You're going to be wrong. Mm -hmm. Like that's how that's how it's going to work. If you're more concerned with being right, like you're going to be wrong more often at the end of the day. Again, we try things. If it doesn't work, we do something else, right? And there's also, again, we develop a lot of modalities and different ways that we, we go about trying to fix that by experience. But also with that being said is like, how many times a week do we come up with something new that we haven't done before? Constantly. Yeah, all the time. Like, like he's, he says this all the time. He goes, well, if you want to be their guinea pigs, right? Like something that TM will say all the time too. Yeah. If you want to be their guinea pigs, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But I embrace it. Like, you are my guinea pig. Mm-hmm. Because knowledge isn't fixed Mm. you haven't figured it out no one has figured it out yeah right like and if you point point this other thing of like figuring it out like we're all on a journey bro if you're still coaching the same thing you were coaching five years ago you're a bum like (laughs) stop like there's you can never have too much like 
there isn't this point of knowledge that, oh, I've reached it. Wisdom, I've reached it. Check. Like, we're always on a journey that you will never know enough. Mm. Like, there, you'll never know as much as God. Like, you'll never know as much. As, so when you have those foundations and those other things, it's like, what are you defending? Right? And that was, like, also, like, a humility thing for me. Like, even the last, like, really, like, even another year, like, a year ago was just, like, having that, back that grounding, right, of me being, like, what are you, like, what are, what are you defending? Mm. Your wrongs? Like, where you fall short? Like, you could either, again, defend what you know because you think it's the epitome of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Or you can realize that every time you're having a conversation or you're doing those other things, like, there's something from somebody, there's a nugget in there that you could grab. There's something in those other, those other places. And even if I disagree, like, okay, like, this guy mm-hmm. is pretty good. Like there are obviously yeah. some results happen from this or obviously some guys results happen from that or obviously some other things happen this again. I can try to tear down every business in town or I could just keep building my building. Mm-hmm. And it honestly doesn't even matter if I have the biggest building in town. Mm-hmm. Like that's not the point. Right. The whole point is I don't care if you have two athletes or if you have 50, like serve the two. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Like, Again, at the end of the day, and that's how, yes, th- th- does, as a byproduct, will that sometimes mean that our business, you're gonna ha- we're going to have to be more successful? Maybe. But that my philosophy is not worried about being the biggest. Like, mm-hmm. we might end up being one day being the biggest, but, like, yeah. I'm not. Serving who's in front. Yeah, I'm just serving who's in front of me. If we have yeah. two athletes or we got 300, like, right. at the end of the day, like, that's not the point. Right. Uh, anybody that wants to challenge the thought of, like, uh, oh, well, if you're teaching the same thing, oh, you've been teaching the same thing for five years. Like, okay, go back a year ago, watch some of our podcasts and listen to you literally talk about camps and how you just said that you don't even want to view us as camps. So that's a year out. And that thought and idea of that has changed. So yep. yes, we are teaching stuff different than we were a year ago and five years ago. I haven't even been here for five years. So, <laughs> you know, take me out of that equation, yeah. but I'm going to assume you weren't even alive. Tank. I'm going to say tanks three. He's a grown man now, yeah. but he's definitely doing stuff different than he was three years ago. And so again, just, just with that thought, it's like, are there still some foundational concepts and thoughts and, and stuff for sure. But as a, as a whole, like there's definitely different ways that we teach some of those things and, you know, I've gotten better at and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, like I said, like that was really like the biggest thing that kind of fired me up over the weekend. Just like, you know, just having relationship with our players and like some of the conversations that we have and like listening to some of the questions because they all, they all search on social media. Like that's what they do with their free time, right? They're all over social media and the ones that care, I mean, they're, they're not, they're watching baseball stuff on social media. Right. And they see it And two, It's like some of them that, you know, come in with more questions. Like it tells me where their head's at and, you know, uh, where they're, um, you know, headed with their ideologies and, you know, all that type of stuff. And like, if they're searching and like, are they struggling? Are they successful right now? Like all that stuff. But, um, uh, you know, it was just something that I think's really important. I think as, uh, as a player in today's world, like you have so much access to so much information, but also to, careful with all of that information as well. It's like yeah. not having a filter with a lot of that yeah. can be, well, you know, well, troubling. I think, I think the other big thing that I used to talk about, you know, I've told you this before too, is one of the things I also think about this as well. If anybody's the epitome of all knowledge and can get results with, and, and all those other things like, you know, that are, you're the, you're just right. If you're just right and you're the epitome of wisdom, Everyone that hits with you should be elite. Mm. Everybody should be an all-star. Everybody should be a Hall of Famer. 
I don't know about you, Code, but I'm not just pumping out all-star after all-star mm-hmm. after all-star after Hall of Famer after Hall of Famer after Hall of Famer. So with that, it's me understanding that I have come a long ways and I know a lot of things. I also don't know a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Also, there's a lot more for me to learn. And so when I open that door, and I, I used to say the same thing too, like, like I'm not going to sit here and, and light, put a line in this hand and be like, well, this side knows things and that side doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, I think, and again, like, that's why I don't even like, it's Part like, the what a human thing to do is to put everybody in boxes and go, this camp, that camp, yeah. blah, 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 all those other things. Like, I'm going to do, I'm going to do what the hitter needs. If it disagrees with my philosophy, my philosophy should be getting them better. Mm-hmm. And I don't care. It doesn't even matter. Like I, I, like I said, some people will literally defend something that they don't even agree with anymore mm-hmm. because they don't want to admit that they were wrong about things. Mm-hmm. I'm wrong about things all the time. Constantly. Mm-hmm. Same, by the way. So, <laughs> so, again, along with it, it's just being like, so what? Like, learn, grow, change, learn, grow. Change, make an adjustment, make an adjustment, make an adjustment, make an adjustment. Learn more about the body, change your philosophy. Have a different philosophy on maybe we're not so, again, like think about it, like how often we also too, there's so much about hitting with us, like getting results that have nothing to do with the human body. Mm -hmm. Some of it is just how you're training, Mm -hmm. the philosophy on being intentional, the philosophy on how you're, how you're, um, talking to yourself, mm-hmm. the philosophy on how you're dealing with failure, the philosophy on all these things that actually happen throughout season where how you're talking with coaches, relationships, how also too like how in the same way is that, okay, I'm moving like crap today. All those other things aren't working. How do I hit today? Mm-hmm. All of that creates results, right? So there's so many other conversations that are happening other than X is an O, do this, stretch that, close that, do this, and all of a sudden you're going to be an all-star. Mm-hmm. It's not how it works. Now, wish it was. is movement really important? Is movement quality really important? Yes. But guess what? That's also not fixed. You could have been moving great last week and move that crap this week. Mm-hmm. You could have been on the bus for 15 hours yesterday. You could have also, you know, had an injury. You could have also, again, haven't been training as much. Your body's different. Or maybe you've been training too much. Or maybe the, there's, there's all of these things that come into play. Maybe you're just getting older. Maybe there, you know, you haven't been drinking as much water and there isn't mm-hmm. as much this, right? Maybe, again, like you're, you know, low in a certain, you know, mm-hmm. mineral or something like that that's causing physiologically, like, <laughs> you start having restrictions, like, you know, fascially or whatever, Right. There's there's a lot of things that can come and all that. And like when we want to bottle it all down and try to package it into this perfect little here's this magical dust. And if you just drink this magical mm-hmm. or sprinkle this over you, all of a sudden you're going to be able to hit is I, I think the same thing. Like don't come and train here because you're going to be highly disappointed mm-hmm. because what you're actually going to see when you come in here is hard fucking work. Like mm-hmm. that's what you're going to see. You're going to see people out here fucking grinding. You're going to see people out there doing, doing their, their, their prep work. You're going to see guys coming in multiple days a week and actually getting after it and learning mm-hmm. information and asking questions and actually doing the, uh, actually doing all those things and watching social media and watching somebody else's thing and coming in and trying something. It's not working. Then we got to do something else. And we got to do something else and we got to do something else and we got to do something else. And we got to do something else. That's what you're actually going to see yeah, on a journey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to see some magical dust in and out 
Cork Factory, put your hands this way, kick your foot back behind you, and all of a sudden you're a superstar. Mm -hmm. That's not what you're going to see because that's not how it works. Mm -hmm. So if you if you think that that's how it is, you might you might want to go somewhere else mm -hmm. and go try to have their magical dust that they're selling you. Because over here, the only thing we're 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 selling is is hard work, like the Gatorade commercial. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. But yeah, no, I mean, I got, I got some other topics, but that's for another podcast. So y'all are going to have to wait and, you know, hope I get back <laughs> on soon. But, but, uh, and that, that was the most immediate one for me was just this weekend was, you know, just seeing some of that stuff and then some of the comments and like, you know, just from, uh, the conversations that I get to have with all of our players on a daily basis and stuff. And it's just, uh, again, I, I just think it's good. It's good. And almost felt like it was, uh, part of our duty to, to continue to put out information and talk about these topics as well as like you know there's kids that are searching for information and some of them that they don't know where they're looking and you know just continuing to put out information from what we experience and what we know and see and and everything like that and uh yeah it just kind of got me fired up this weekend so i figured uh yeah, you know get you rocking and rolling on a monday you know how it is yeah, so I feel it. But you know, Tank woke up. So oh, that's Tank's one thing. awake. That's good. That's, that's good. one thing. Say, say bye to the people. Tank, give him a, a prayers out real quick. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Dear Father, thank you so much for um, God, just just for your love and just uh, uh, supporting us. God, please forgive me for my my cuss words today. It's just you know, you come heal my heart. Come heal my heart, Jesus. And um, God, I just ask that. Um, uh, you continue to uh, fill us up, God, and just direct us towards your way and, uh, and guide, uh, guide our path. Um, let it be about your glory and not ours. And we pray all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Until next time, Farm System out.